Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler back here. Top of the hour. Love it, love it, love it right here on the beautiful south side. Mr. Rooney's backyard. <sighs> Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Nation Radio. Continue with this conversation, man. Yeah, we got nothing but time this week, partner. We do, man. And next week. We definitely and do. And the week afterwards. Come on, man. That's the beauty of this day, man. We like to keep the time rolling. And... We like the fact that we keep this show being interactive. So once again, let me reiterate the fact that today's show is ah. interactive, just like everything else, man. And the best way to join the conversation or to get your question out there is to simply hit us up on the Twitter.com at TheBody52. TheBody. And at Wesley Euler. The good hair. Yes, indeed. Let me ask you a question Talk real quick. Before, you know, again, again, I know it's most hosts Wednesday, Come on, but we, man. Can both hey, ask, hey, we can both ask questions, Mi right? casa es su casa. Gracias, amigo. Mm-hmm. Um... You ever seen the movie, uh, Dude, Where's My Car? I have seen it. Because you had a tattoo that said, Dude. <laughs> what's mine say? Sweet. No, what's mine say? Dude. No, no, but what's mine say? Sweet. You know the scene when they go to order food at the drive-thru? Uh-huh. And then? And then? And then? And then? And then? And then? That's kind of us here at OTA's coverage. Yeah. I mean, you're getting, you're getting bonus hours. You're getting tomorrow. And then? Three days next week. And then? Three days the following week, and then, and then we're going to chill for a little bit. But then we'll have mini camp coverage. There it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Love it. Hey, if you, uh, if you are hankering for some Stellar's content, this is where you get your fixings. No question, man. No question. I'm so glad that we get to be a part of the show, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is great being out here. You get to see everybody. You're up close and personal. The sun is shining. I'm sure everyone can hear a little, you know, the music faintly in the background. Like, it's, hey, man, it's it, a fun it, environment out here. If the music isn't playing in the background, then that means there's no practice happening, man. Mm. You got to have a little bit of music. You got to. Especially for the more for the early portion yeah, of practice. Yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not the meat and the potatoes. Not when it's business time. Remember, this is appetizer still. We're, we're still on our salad right now, okay? We just got done with a little lobster bisque. Now okay. we're over here getting our Caesar salad. We're getting right? some calamari next? That's what we on, man. Okay. All right, we got some time. We got some I time. like it. I like it. Yes. Maybe so- maybe soft pretzel with some, some beer cheese. Oh, hey, now. Here you go. Look at you go. You like the soft pretzel? Yeah, I just like the beer cheese. You like the mustard, don't you? No, I don't like anything. You just pretzel straight up? If it's the pretzel, salt. If the pretzel is made the way it's supposed to be made, I don't need a lot of extra stuff. Like so- a little salt on top? As long as it's made the way it's supposed to be made, I don't need a lot of extra stuff, man. I see you, though. Come on, man. I- I'm a I- purist. I- I- listen, I am a purist. Right? I love it. it- that- that's like me going to Morton's and asking for steak sauce. Yeah, I don't need. I don't know. No. So what's the difference? If it's if it's cooked the way it's supposed to be cooked, I should not need any of these extra condiments or any of these other nonsensical things. I, I'm with you. No. It's like the whole uh, like ranch or buffalo with your wings debate. Yeah. I just just give me the good wing sauce. Cooked wing. If the wing is in sauce already, that's all I need. That's all I that's need. That's all I'm worried about, man. I'm with you. Come on now. I'm with you, partner. Come on now. No, that's the thing I love though, man. That is definitely what I love. But. 
as the next horn just It's electric. Off. Letting you know that now we're getting this practice continuing to start, man. Getting a little competition element here, man. That's the thing that I love too, right? Uh, I love it. Got to have it. a little little offense, defense action. Oh, yeah. Now we're getting into the, uh, the meat of the day's work here. Yes, yes, yes. Pretty soon, pretty soon. Slow. We're getting there. It's a, it's, a, it's a work in progress. It is a work in progress. Every- see, that's your problem. You're always trying to rush this no, thing. No, no, no. I'm a process no, guy. Once you get over You're here, the results guy. I'm a, pro- I'm a process thing, guy, all right? I, I love the process. You, you, you can't I might even trust here. the process. You're like, I only want to talk quarterbacks. I'm like, man, what about the O-line? I only want to talk to these guys. What about them? See? You're, you're a results-only guy, man. No, I'm a process take, guy. Take your time, man. You know what? Actually, right now, you know this. Most of our loyal listeners know this, but we've picked up some along the way here with OTA's coverage. Yeah. Uh, wife and I are in the process of moving right now. Uh, we have to be out of our place on Monday, you know, so it's it's where we've got a few days left here. In that regard, I would very much just like the results. <laughs> I would just like to look up. Everything's out of my house. It's all Next. taken care of. We're in our next place. It's all laid out and taken care of. I get I'm it. I'm not looking forward to that process. I get it. I <laughs> definitely get it, man. But um, one process that's been going on, and it's still currently going on, is this transition from Kevin Colbert to whoever the new GM will be. Mm. We were flirting with this concept yesterday, wondering when we could be getting that announcement. Is that, you know, by the end of the week, we know Kevin Colbert's contract is officially up on the 31st of May. But we also said that, hey, man, since he's not having a hard exit and he's still going to be around, that potentially they wouldn't have to make this hire right away. They could let this linger on a little bit longer. But as we said earlier, we're getting sources. As we said earlier, reports. we're getting reports. Yes, reports from from, very, from, from multiple people, multiple from credible, credible yeah, sources, credible man. sources. Yes, yeah. But it's looking like that the Steelers are, you know, dialing in on a potential candidate, man, an in-house guy. On top of that, man, and some of these reports, uh, like we said, have been from various networks, whether you're talking yeah. ESPN, NFL. Um, Locally here in Pittsburgh. Local guys. Yep. Uh, across the board, we're all getting the same names and the same reports. Like I said, we can't say that this is official, but signs are pointing to the Steelers having a decision being made on their not just GM, but their assistant general manager ah, position as well. Tell me more. Absolutely. So the reports are being that it will be Omar Khan getting that nod as the team's new general manager. Now, for those that aren't aware, which I don't know how you could be not aware, but if you were not aware, which is completely fine, I don't judge, you know that. It's all good. Um, might be, Omar might Khan, be casual. Yeah, Omar Khan is a part of the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, franchise organization. He's been the uh, vice president of football and business administration. Um, he's been a part of the organization since, what, 2002, if I remember correctly, or 2001. Uh, yeah, man, been heavily involved in this process. He was one of the guys that I've talked to in terms of being a numbers guy. When you hear us refer to him versus guys like Brandon Hunt, we said Brandon Hunt was more pro personnel. scouting yeah. personnel, eyes on players, whereas with Omar, it was more business, the financial element of it. Um, and I, as I said earlier, uh, when you go through contract negotiations, he's the guy that you're dealing with. He's the guy that's making – those numbers work to the best of their ability. So we definitely view him in a very, very high regard, just different than, you know, the other candidates in a sense who are more on the football side. But either way, I, I'm definitely um, excited if this if these reports are true. I think that this is a really good move for the Steelers, man, especially when you have a guy of Omar Khan's caliber already in-house. Yeah, you know, it's – I tell you what, 
it's it's a decision that we've all been keeping an eye on. You and I both thought that there was a really good chance that one of the in-house candidates would, would be the decision. Um, I will say, though, I, I am a little I, – like, like, not shocked. You know, I wasn't, like, aghast. Like, I was like, <gasps> but I was a little surprised when the reports started rolling out yesterday that, that the Steelers are going to announce Omar Khan as the guy because – Again, you've you've always heard him referred to as the numbers guy. And listen, I'm not in those meetings. I'm not in those circles. But that is something that it feels like everyone always brings up. Hey, maybe maybe there's just the combination of they. they life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge at S&T Bank. They know life's for the living. That's why S&T Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, S&T Bank is here to help. Learn how S&T Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. S&T Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Second segment, Steelers Nation Radio right here, the way we like to do it. Mr. Rooney's backyard on the south side of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, man. It is a beautiful day as usual. And before we had went to break, we were discussing the uh, reports of the Steelers deciding on their new general manager mm-hmm. by the name of Omar Khan, um, former vice president. Of football and business administration for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, been a part of the organization since, what, 2001, 2002 time frame. And we were talking about how he is viewed as a quote-unquote numbers guy. Numbers. Now, some people look at that, and when you hear numbers guy versus football guy, they put a negative connotation to him. And I can understand the thought process with that. But we'll just talk about the pros and the cons of being a numbers guy. When I think of being the numbers guy... The pro is this. You need a numbers guy to make these contracts fit. How many years yeah. have we talked about, especially under uh, when Ben was here with the new contracts that he was acquiring, how at times we were a little strapped for cash, how at times we didn't have you know, a ton of cap flexibility like we have this year. And some of the creative ways that Omar Khan would get or how, how some of the ways that he would become creative to make sure that we were, number one, in accordance and compliance with the cap, but number two, we'd still be able to put out formidable talent. That is an Omar Khan staple right there. And that's important. Absolutely, because you, you have to have talent. We know this. But at the same time, we know guys want to get compensated. And we are going to a different time frame in the sense that we're going to have guys being compensated, but it's just not the one guy being compensated because in the past it was always seven with his contract how do you work everybody else everybody around, around the him. franchise quarterback whereas now you're talking about tj we obviously know you have cam with a nice contract we know meek is going to be coming up on yep. a contract yep. we got some receivers that are looking yep. for money so you got chook's new deal i mean so it's a lot of moving pieces now and going forward until we figure out this quarterback position and who is going to be that next marquee break the bank hundred million dollar quarterback right we don't have that guy right now so right. it's a good problem to have but at the same time you need a numbers guy that's going to be able to work 
and be flexible with this influx of guys and players that we're going to be having getting paid, not just that have already been paid, but guys that are coming up on that as well. So that is the first pro that I think of when you talk about a numbers guy. And it really hits home when you look at some of these other organizations and we're looking at them we're like man why are they getting rid of these type of guys why are they not able to put out a formidable product on the field and we're like well man the cap situation they don't have right any, they have any right. flexibility well that's where a guy like omar khan thrives that's where a guy like omar khan could really step in and get the most bang for your buck mm. when you talk about some of these deals so that sure. is a huge pro for him now when you're talking about the negatives in terms of being a numbers guy versus being a football guy, I think it could come when you're talking about the value that you place on certain individuals. Okay. When you're talking about negotiations and you're trying to decide, hey, man, how much is this guy truly worth? What is his impact? If you don't truly understand the value of a third corner or a third rusher mm-hmm. or a second running back to that level, then you might not value them to that same extent. And when it's time to negotiate, whether you're talking about guys in-house or acquiring outside free agent help, those guys will be feeling like they should be compensated to one level, and he would be looking at it very differently. And if you're not understanding of that, you're not going to be as open or as flexible to come into that common ground. I think that that could hurt you in terms of the player and the people that you have out there. Hmm. Now, how significant of a concern is that, well, everybody is going to have their type of feeling on it. To me, I'm a little bit more calm and collected with it because of two people. Number one, Kevin Colbert, knowing that he's not going to have a hard exit and not be around a facility ever Complete again. Complete and total retirement. We know he's going to yeah. be a shadow in, in a sense. And in, in, in to an extent, he's going to be around in some capacity. Yeah, yeah. So we like that. So he's the first guy that makes me feel a little bit more at ease with it. But the second person is Mike Tomlin. Of course. Because when you talk about talent evaluator, to me, I put him up there with the best of the best. He's, because he's I've seen him have to do process. that. And he's very much yeah. involved in it. And we know he understands how to cultivate talent. Knowing that you have that combination with Omar Khan being the numbers guy, I think that it works out. I think that that's... You know, something that we could all hang our hat on and feel a little bit better about it. But let me know, you know, in terms of, you know, the people on the Twitter.com, if you're as confident with that setup, hmm. with it being Omar Khan, the numbers guy, paired with a Mike Tomlin, and obviously you have Kevin Colbert in the capacity in some frame, mm-hmm. th- is that enough for you? Let us know, man. We want to hear your thoughts on that. And it's easy to do that on the Twitter.com at TheBody52 and at Wesley Euler. Yes, sir. But with that being the case, man, how do you feel about uh, – you know, Mr. Omar Khan being the numbers guy. Do you do you have the same optimism that I have on him, or are you a little bit more uh, skeptical of it? No, I, I, I can share in that optimism absolutely. Um, because, one, your first point of, you know, I, I think you, you did a good job there laying out why considering somebody a numbers guy isn't necessarily a bad thing. Right. Like, you know. Because I just felt like that was. You know, that's how and the, I think you can understand why that's, that's the maybe the that, perception that goes, from some, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's, oh, he's a numbers guy. He's a numbers, oh, he's a numbers oh, man, guy. He's, he's a numbers guy. He's a numbers guy. Yeah. Well, that means he can't turn on the tape and tell you which right. one of these players coming out of you know LSU is the better defensive <laughs> back. Like, yeah, no, that that that's a that's well explained by you. And and again, I think when some people say that, they don't mean it that way. But I understand why it's it's perceived that way as kind of a not an insult, but you know. Um, why the perception of just hearing, oh, he's a numbers guy, well, he must not know anything about player personnel doesn't necessarily have to be the case either. And like you pointed out, it is important to have that numbers guy around, particularly in a salary cap league. And such a, it's, 
you know, trying to figure out the parameters of the salary cap. Good luck. Right? Yeah. It's like trying to do your own taxes, Arthur Motes. I mean, hey, it's just, man. It's, it's very difficult, all right? It's a complex code there. Listen, man, we, you don't mess with that salary cap. That salary cap, that's yeah, like the IRS, baby. You uh-uh. don't do it. No, nobody knows. We just don't want to offend them or upset them. It's exactly and don't have them looking right. into our numbers. The, the league is like the IRS. Yes. They know what your numbers are. The, the league but is the But you, you got to tell them what yeah, they are and, and lay it all out and be within the parameters or else they'll come in. Proceed with caution. Slap you with a big old fine. Proceed with caution. So, so that makes a lot of sense to me how you lay that out and, and how that's, you know, when people call him a, a numbers guy, that doesn't necessarily have to be a slight. Um, and I also think, yeah, listen, a lot of times we know, you know, general manager roles in a, a lot of ways, it's, like, I don't want to say a CEO because that's probably more the head coach, right? Mm-hmm. But in a lot of ways... Part of your job is trusting and delegating the people beneath you. Like, as good as Kevin Colbert was at his job for the last 20 years, a big part of that was because of the people that worked underneath him, the people that he trusted, the staff. you got to have that team in place, man. The staff that he and the Steelers assembled, absolutely. I think you hear that a lot about head coaches, too, right? Sometimes the best head coaches are the ones who aren't necessarily always so involved in the X's and O's and those things. They're more of the CEO type. They make sure everybody's doing their job, and they jump in when they need to. They're the overlord, right? Like, they, they are the, the conductor in a lot of ways. They're not necessarily playing an instrument. They're conducting everybody who is. Um, to me, I think you can have some of that as well, too. And, and you know what? Your point of Kevin Colbert not going anywhere, taking a step back but still being involved, how we know Mike Tomlin – is heavily involved in the scouting and the drafting and the signing process of, of putting together the Steelers roster. Um, I I don't think there's much need for for concern there. You've yeah. you've not that I was overly concerned in the first place, but you've convinced me. No, I mean we I put it like this. I always say I'm optimistic. I just want to, I don't think I'm cautiously optimistic with Omar because of that structure, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does, absolutely. Yeah, that, hey, listen, there's a difference between optimistic and cautiously optimistic. Yeah, without a doubt it is. I'm cautiously man. optimistic that we're going to get out of here at 1 o'clock today, and I'm not going to hit any traffic going home because it's only going to be 1 o'clock. But I'm cautiously optimistic. Yes. Because it could, yeah. This is Pittsburgh. It could still happen. You, you, you are one construction cone away from having your afternoon ruined. You are one tunnel away <laughs> from a 40 minute delay. Yes, and it happens just like that. You're like, yeah, what, what are you doing? Nothing. Just wanted to lay some cones out. Just inconvenience you. It's going to still be this big never pothole. Any, never any road work going on either. They hey, just listen. got the lane shut down and nothing going on. It's still going to be a big pothole there next week. Don't worry about it. All right. That's just the reality of it. <laughs> but that was one portion, or excuse me, one portion of the reports mm-hmm. in terms of the general manager position and the hire that is taking place there. But we but wait, also there's more. We also have another um, signing, and this is for the assistant general manager position this is new for us right here man but i'm excited about it because this is another familiar name in the sense of former guy that used to work with the pittsburgh still is under tim donahue and bill nunn back in 1998 as a player personnel assistant coming over from the philadelphia eagles who where he was the vice president of player personnel talking about andy wield i believe that's how you pronounce his last name but yes he is also brought in he was also brought on as the assistant general manager so when you talk about the contrast, you talk about the duality of these hires. One guy is a numbers guy, Omar Khan. This other guy by the name of Andy is definitely a I like let's call him guy. let's call him Andy. If it, it, it plays to my Toy Story nostalgia. The Toy Story nostalgia? Andy. 
Oh, all right. You know, that was the kid. Yeah, you know, oh. like, like, you know, uh, Woody has Andy written on his oh, on his boots. Man. You know, See, I've like I did not even know about that little kid's name, man. At least I guessed that right. Are you not a Toy Story OG? No, no, no. I like Toy Story. I just think of Sid. <laughs> well, Let's of course, be real. Sid's more important than Andy. Of course you do, because you were always the bad guy. I no, mean, you what know. I'm saying Sid has a bigger role in the movie than Andy. Does he not? You could certainly, you could certainly say. Oh, yes. I said, that's yeah. all I'm yeah. saying, man. Yeah. That's what I was like, Andy. I was like, yo, is Andy one of them little? Because you know when you get to like Toy Story two and three, they start getting to. All right, this ain't even Mr. Potato Head. This is like Mr. Potato Head's cousin, stuffed animal brother with no eyeball. I'm like, bro, who are you? Why are you a villain right now? <laughs> all right. So yes, he's like Andy. I'm like, bro, Andy, Andy. I'm like, bro, don't you tell me you give me one of these B grade villains in Toy Story no. here, man? All right, all right, all right. Need a little kid. All right. It's all good. <laughs> we almost just got hit by a tennis we, ball. We had from, an occupational hazard from, over here, from man. From Nage. It's like sitting courtside at a basketball game. You got to watch out. It's like that sometimes, You got to watch man. out. It is like that sometimes. But with the uh, the hiring of Andy as well, man, being the, uh, the, the football guy. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Does that add to this now? Because at first we had one part of the story. Now we have the second part Correct. of the story. Correct. So, you know. One of these, uh, one of these things, Motsi, that is a, I don't know if inside joke's the right term on the show Uh-oh. here, but it's, hey now, it's one of our, our, our things that we do here on the show. You know, you, you at times, you know, you like to rim me and call me the Philly lover, right? Because I did work in Philadelphia. I would for, never do such I a thing. I did work I for, I don't know what you're talking for about, For our new man. OTAs listeners, I, I did work in Philadelphia for three years. He says it with the big smile. I'm born and raised Pittsburgh, black and gold. I had the terrible uh, towel when I was a little baby, I all right? I don't believe him, ladies and gentlemen. But work. I don't believe the hype. But work in my, uh, my love life, my, my wife, uh, you know. Don't is, you put this from, on Morgan. Don't no, no, you do she's, that. She's don't from there. Don't you put she's that on from her. there, and your, we both your, got jobs there your after Philadelphia college. Fandom has nothing to do with your wife. Do I not don't put know that I, on her. I don't know she if I call it a lovely, She is a lovely young woman. She is. You do not need to put that on her. That is not her battle to fight. That is your battle, man. You I are a Philly lover, Carson Wentz. Do not have a Philly love. I have a Philly connection. A, a deep affection. <laughs> a deep affinity. Yeah, you see, folks, this is where he always goes. This is one of those times that that comes to use. Because you know, as soon as even before last night, when some uh, of these reports broke, um, I was reaching out to because because you know there like we had had the list of, of interviewees, right. so we knew that he was in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Motsi, let me tell you, every person that I'm connected to in Philly, every person around the Eagles and around the radio station, you know, at the, at the Eagles flagship that I worked for, has nothing but good things to say. Was we go. you know we're we're saying oh man we really hope he doesn't get the GM job because we don't want to lose him and then they're you know they're bummed out that it looks like he's taking the you know the the, the VP spot, yeah. the VP spot as well too um, he is a Mount Lebanon guy so he's a local Pittsburgh guy so maybe for him it was just as simple as hey maybe it's not the complete promotion that I wanted. But I, you know, it's my hometown. I want to get back there. But that's the that's the good part of me with the the Philly connections that I do have is that yes, they every Eagles person that I've heard from and that I spoke to, like I said, even in, during the interview process, they all had nothing but great things to say about him. Now I'm definitely excited to hear that man. Um, and a couple other spots that he spent at uh, he was down in New Orleans with the Saints, uh, the Baltimore Ravens as well before joining the Eagles back in 2016. So he is he's pretty versed, man. I do like that a lot, though, man. I'm glad that, you know, you, you were able to call your Philly connections. I know you were so excited about. I'm tapped in. You, you, you were like, hey, hey, guys, usually we're talking Eagles only when I call you guys, but uh, I'm going to frame this Steeler Eagles now. 
you know, uh-huh. the Philadelphia Steelers. Well, you know, no, that's, that's what he calls it, the Philadelphia Steelers. That's you know, what he it's says. funny because the last two times that I've connected with those people, it's been Javon Hargrave and Steven Nelson. Ah, it's when the Eagles, it's when, the, it's when the Eagles yeah. took our guys, and so you know, they're all like, "All right, tell me everything I need to yeah. know about this." So now it was nice for the shoe to Return be on the, the other. Favor. Yeah, for me to hey, all right. And hopefully, now, we, and hopefully it pays off for us the way it's been working out for them. Yeah, exactly. Both the dudes went over there and had really good seasons, man. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, he played football at, at Mount Lebanon. Um, was a tight end, I believe, and and yeah, now he he gets a chance to come back with what I assume is the the team that he grew up rooting for, yeah. um, at a pretty pivotal pivotal moment in franchise history. So I mean, is it safe to say that this was two in-house hirings then? Can we, we go there? Oh, I see what you did. Could somebody make a case for that? Then? I see what you, you did. Know, you know, I'm just nah, I'm playing. I don't play. <laughs> I'm playing. But I was excited about that though, man. When I saw that, it, it, I thought that it gave it a little bit more um, contrast to the Omar Khan signing. Uh, or promotion, excuse me, on that. And I do like that element, man. We said we don't want to have two of the same people here. You want a yin and a yang. And you get yin and yang with Omar and Andy. One is a numbers guy. One is a player personnel, yep. scout and develop yep. type guy. But I did, uh, I'll be remiss if I did not bring up the other in-house candidate that we had who was, you know, another guy that we thought was a front runner, um, was talked about a lot, went through the interview process, not just here in Pittsburgh, but elsewhere around the league, is uh, Brandon Hunt. Um, he was our director of player pro, uh, pro personnel, and he was a guy that we thought would very much be in consideration here. What does this mean for him cool. to you? Okay, what's it mean for him to me is that his days as a Pittsburgh Steeler are probably numbered. His, his days as a member of the front yeah. office here with the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably numbered. I just – Motsi, we know how this organi- organization operates. I mean, it, 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 things would have to be really bad for a few years now in a row mm-hmm. for the Steelers to go there. All right, well, Omar Khan clearly wasn't the right decision. Let's, you know, we got we to gotta clean some house and, yeah. and do this over again. That, what I think, it, it would take three or four bad years. And so we're talking, I mean, at least four or five years down the line. And that, to me, is the only yeah. way that he would end up getting the promotion that he wants with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. So that was one of my first thoughts last night was when when the news started to break, not just about Omar Khan, but the, the staff underneath him. I was kind of like, well, feels to me like, hey, you know, maybe Brandon Hunt's still here this year, but sooner rather than later, he's going to get, even if it's not a GM opportunity, still another step up like a, a VP of player personnel or yeah. something like that. That was my first reaction was, well, for Brandon Hunt, you know, because we know he's had other interviews as well too, this is – you know, his his days as a member of this organization are probably numbered. Hope I'm wrong, because clearly if, if you've listened to our show, you know we hold him in high regard uh, personally as well, too. I think he's a really nice guy. Got You know, we got a little bit of a relationship with him, you obviously more than me. Um, but he's been kind to sit down with us in years past at the Combine. We may have even, have, you know, shared some thoughts at some establishments and things like that during times like the Combine and, and training camp. Uh, nice guy, very good at his job. Another one who's young and, and I think a real yeah. up-and-comer in this league. I just, I would love to hang on to that guy for the foreseeable future. I just don't know how you're realistically going to expect to do that. Maybe one more year, but he's he's going to have opportunities to, to, to continue to climb that ladder and as he's earned. Yeah, not just uh, in the future, but like you talked about, man, he literally just interviewed for the vice general manager position in Buffalo uh, a week ago. We know he had an interview with the Philadelphia Eagles as well. I was going to say, and now they've got some some spots as well. Yeah. Yeah. So without a doubt, I mean, it's unfortunate, but, yeah, I do agree. I do share a similar sentiment that I think, you know, the the 
days are numbered in a sense, man, whether yeah. it be this year or next year because you're looking at this and you're saying, man, how do you move up? How do you continue to grow in this you know organization yeah. and in these positions when yeah. now you do have two young blocks in your way, man, in this tent, man. So I do think that's going to be interesting to see what becomes of him going forward, man. But we're going to go ahead and take another break before we finish up this uh, 11 o'clock hour, baby. But when we come back, we will continue talking about the Steelers and all the happenings. And as always, Arthur Most and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Arthur Most, Wesley Eula here, finishing up the uh, 11 o'clock hour. Our, our, our normal show, Our normal right? time, Before yeah, we get yeah, into yeah. the bonus hour. I'm going to say, yeah, before we get to the bonus content, you know, we're, we're finishing up this part of today's show, which has been a ton of fun, man. We've been seeing a ton of action out there on the field, man. We've been taking you, you know, a little bit as far as we can, trying to paint that picture for you so you can understand it and just enjoy this thing that we are enjoying as well. We've been uh, discussing the uh, rumored and reported new Steelers general manager hire along with the new assistant general manager hire as well. Yes. Um, for those that don't know, it's being reported by a ton Every, of sources. Everybody. A ton that, of yeah. outlets, news sources, my cousin, you know West cousin. You know what's funny, too? I mean, you know who had it first? Was that, that stinking Adam Schefter? Like, Are you sure? I didn't say that. I thought it said Aditi. Was it Aditi who had yeah, it first? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, never mind then. Yeah. I just the first person I saw on Twitter who tweeted it out, but that, I guess that makes sense because that's yeah, not you know that's not always the the most perfect timeline. Mm -hmm. But I swear they they got it before the local sources did here. I mean, that's that, how's that work, Arthur Muds? You've told us the stories about how you've been evaluated for injuries here. You didn't even get back to the car to call your family to well, tell no, them you're banged it, up, it, it and Schefter or someone's simple. got it on Twitter. Well, I always laugh at the people that try to. Say that Shefty doesn't have those that type of pool. I'm like, yo, <laughs> Shefty's sources are owners, general managers, head coaches. That's not anything that us common folk can understand. Correct. That's not anything that us local, the, not us, because we're not beat writers, but the local beat Correct. writers, local media. Correct. They're not on that level. No matter how much they try to tell you they are, they are not on that level. And that's the biggest reason why, to me, why those caliber guys, when you're talking about Adam Schefter, yes. when you see, yes. you know, even to an extent, Ian Rapport, he doesn't have it to Schefter's level, but you see why those type of guys get that type of information as fast as it's they crazy. get it, and it, for it to be as credible as well. I mean, like you said, all these reports are coming out, and it still hasn't even on the Steelers' website just yet. You know, that's just the reality of it. Mm -hmm. But when you have those type of sources, you get that type of information, and for us, we just, you know, reap the benefits of it. Because it gives us something to talk about. Exactly. Absolutely. And we know those guys aren't wrong very often. That's, um, you know, that's why they got all the connections. I tell you what, though. Shefty is still on his Tom Brady vengeance tour here. What's going on with that? What you mean? Well, he, he reported Brady was retiring before Brady no, 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 announced what, he was retiring. You said, you said and he's Brady decided to I was like, what's back. the vengeance for, though? Yeah. I, well, because know. technically his report that Brady was retiring is wrong. I mean, he's playing this Te year. Technically it wasn't, though, because he did retire. And he's playing this year? That's because he unretired. That's like saying Jordan didn't retire. What? <laughs> Well, Jordan at least took a couple years off. I mean, no, it wasn't even a whole year. Think about it. He came back for an All Star. 
I thought he missed. He missed the, he missed the season, and he came back for the, uh, the, the postseason like that following year. the yeah. next year, right? Where yeah. the four or five, obviously. Yeah, so something like yeah. it. He still said he retired. Yeah. And he went and played baseball. You I ain't see, see Tom Brady out there on a diamond. No, he did NFTs, remember? In, in crypto. We, we saw his commercials. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, I'm about to say, so technically, Shefty still hasn't been wrong. He, we, we don't always agree with Shefty, but Shefty is not wrong a lot of times, man. No. Yeah. And even if it is wrong, it's a technicality. <laughs> yeah. But with that being the case, though, man, he happens to be right about this one so far, so good. Yeah. I think he's yeah. on. I think he's on to something. He might be on to something. I think he's on to something. Might be on to something. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, just to reiterate what we were just talking about in that uh, former segment right there was that uh, Omar Khan, former Steelers vice president of business administration mm-hmm. or business and administration. Let me make sure I clarify that. <laughs> is going to be the Steelers' next GM. That's what all the reports are saying. Along with Andy Whittle, he will be the uh, assistant uh, general manager. Yep. And he's coming over from Philadelphia. He was obviously with the Pittsburgh Steelers, um, I believe it was, we said, in 20, oh, no, excuse me, 1998 with Tim mm-hmm. Donahue and Bill Nunn. And then prior to him uh, being with the Philadelphia Eagles, he also spent time with the New Orleans Saints and the Baltimore Ravens. So you're going to get your numbers guy. Yep. And you're getting your... X's and O's guy. Yep. Your, your, your personnel guy. Important to note, uh, Andy Weddle was hired by the Eagles in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, and you know what happened shortly after that. They won their first Super Bowl in franchise history. So pretty good track record for that guy. Oh, oh pretty good. I mean, you okay, know, we got okay. six of them here on this side of the state. Oh, but he, he, helped, wow. he helped them get their first le- le- one le- out there. That should make you happy. They it to and, a Philly level. No, 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 stop it. bring up they the Eagles having never, a Super Bowl on SNR, ladies and gentlemen. Do we not talk about the history of the NFL? That, leave do we not talk about guys' credentials? Wesley Euler, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, we not point out that Mitch Trubisky won two division titles uh, uh, with the Chicago Bears? Let, let, what is that? Let, let is that not a, we cannot point let, that out let, either? Let, let, let me hear it, Philly. Can Philly. we talk, talk about that either? Oh, okay, can Philly, I not Philly. talk about what Levi Wallace did in Buffalo last you, year? You can talk about whatever you want to talk about, uh-huh. Philly, Philly. Uh-huh. You had your Meek Mill playing. Uh-huh. You, were, you were singing Meek uh-huh. Mill word for word over here during break. See, wow, I'm, trying to give, wow, I'm trying to give Pittsburgh wow. credit for the Eagles Super Bowl. Here he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Couldn't win one until they got the Mount Lebanon guy out there on staff. However you want to spin it, you ain't you ain't winding me up. Today. However you want to spin it, it's I'm just all spitting, I'm just spitting good. facts. I should have known he was Straight. over here. Is it is Let, it National Signing Day? Because I got hey, the facts. Hey, all I know is, I said, hey Wes, you getting a sandwich? He was like, no, we call these hoagies. I was like, what? What is going on? He was like, it's from Wawa too. That's the next thing you tell him. Like, bro, like, it, it, this is Pittsburgh, okay? We go to Sheets over here. It's Pittsburgh. Sheets and Gecko. Actually, I, like, I was going to say, I'm, okay. a gecko, I'm a Gecko guy Jeez. personally. I yeah. say Gecko, Gecko, right? <laughs> uh, that's probably just my Pittsburghies. Oh, all right, all right. Just check it. Just check it. Pittsburghies. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, he was a mirror. He's, but no, know, man, that, guy, that, that's guy, a good observation, uh, though. Theo Epstein, right? Yes. The guy who with um, – with the Red Sox and the Cubs, yes, right. Who they, you know, the Red Sox hadn't won in forever. Theo goes he there. Joins, they they win. Win. He yep. goes to Chicago. They, they win. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe Andy's the uh, the NFL version of that. He's that missing link for us, man. He's gonna get us that stairway to seven. Well, I mean, if that is the case, I'm all for it. I'll even buy you a cheesecake. <laughs> a cheesecake. Cheese <laughs> I, I get your cheese. I will get your cheesecake. Well, we are down here cheese on the south side. You know, yeah, cheesecake I mean, factory is right, right away. You know, we were talking about good pretzels too. You know earlier. what, man? Soft pretzels. This might be the move. Soft brown house. Oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> this might be the. You want some wings too? We got fat heads right down the street. We talked about wings earlier today too. Now you're speaking. We talked my about wings earlier today. 
So we, you know, we we miss lunch down here, but that's that sounds like we'll we'll go to Hopper House for appetizer, Man. then we'll get some wings. Why are you doing this to me, Wes? Cheesecake. Why are you doing this to me, Wes? Text wifey Wes, and tell her you're gonna be a little late. You're gonna be a little late, you know. Wes, why are you doing this to me, man? I'm supposed to be over here. I was like, look, when I get done with with radio today, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna work out, and then I'm gonna pick up the children and do everything else I need to do. <laughs> now I'm over here like, do I need this workout or is this cheesecake really hey, calling? Kids me? can figure it out themselves, right? Uh, I mean, they've oh, got, no, no, they've no, got no, two no, legs. I they got can time walk to get home. the children. I'll just cross out the workout. That workout, though, mm. that's the part. And I'm like, man, how how dedicated am I to that part of my day today? Because that cheesecake really has my my mouth watering. I can, I can taste the decadence. I can taste the elegance. And what better way to celebrate a new hiring, you know, a, 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 a changing of the guard, mm. a promotion. Mm. Well, what, what better way to celebrate them but with a, a good, nice good slice of cheesecake? Nice slice of cheesecake. That's all I'm saying, man. I, I think it makes sense. Like, if you're, if you're talking about logic, it, it is the most logical thing to do. I cannot argue with that. I certainly can't. That is the beauty of being down here on the south side. It is, man. We got, we got everything within arm's reach. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, for better or worse, for better, for better or worse, worse. certainly. Oh, man. Oh, man. For better or worse right there, baby. Oh, Motsi, I tell you what, I tell you what, we, uh, I think, you know, in what, probably the next half, 20 minutes, half hour. Yeah, we we're going to get enjoyed, man, by James Daniels. Have our first guests of the day. Whether it be James Daniels or, or excuse me, James Daniels or Zach Gentry, we will be speaking to both of those guys at some point today's show, man. So we're definitely excited to have either one of them guys. Because when you talk about James, I mean, with him, we know he came over free agent. But he's coming at a critical position and at a critical time for us, man. We're we're talking about a guy here that isn't a rookie. I mean, five-year vet. So he has that, that, that. What do you call it? Uh, the veteran experience. That's what I was, I was, I was trying to think of. Was it the, the professional acumen? Yes. But I was like, I didn't yes. want to go. That was too bougie of a, of a, of a, of a word for me to use. Right. Like, there. I didn't knee, like knee jerk? Is that know, a big I, word? I, I, I didn't want to go that route, you know? But when I think of James, I'm like, man, this is this is good right here. This is good value. This is a guy that yeah. we're going to need to play in, play in a major way. I mean, we know what we need fixed on this offensive line. And he is coming here to answer that. He is coming here to be one of those leaders. And we're excited about him because of what he was able to do in Chicago. But I'm interested to hear from him, man, to see how he's adapting to Pittsburgh. How is he uh, adjusting to the new team the first time being on a new team? Yeah, yeah. You know, he was he, he came in, started out with Chicago, man. So what does that look like for him? What is that dynamic now that he's here in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. And then just ultimately, man, the new teammates that he's going to be around. Obviously, he's going to be playing at that right guard spot, or at least that's where he's been taking some of the reps at that we've seen. What does that look like with him, you know, playing next to guys like Chooks or the centers and stuff like that, man? So I'm excited to hear a lot and just pick his brain on the free agency process as well. Same Why here. Pittsburgh? Same here. Why? You know, yeah, we're going right, to get those answers, right fit man. Here. Yeah. We're going to get those answers yeah. today, man, so I'm excited about it. No, I'm with you, and it looks like practice just ended, Motsi, yeah. so I think we uh, we better Absolutely. get ready here. Absolutely, man. That is the beauty of this time of year, baby. This, I mean, it just keeps it going, man. Keep it going. Yes, what we need. Bonus Keeping hour. And then when you talk about Zach Gentry, I mean, he's another guy that, who we said at times last year, man, really came on. We know his role emerged as the season progressed, but he really showed that he could be a really good blocker. Yeah. Not just in the ring game, but in the pass protection as well, man. And I want to hear, you know, just from him, how is he continuing to develop? Mm-hmm. How is he continuing to embrace now no Eric Ebron in the tight end room? Yeah. That's a bigger opportunity for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's different when it happens in season, like how it did last year when Ebron got hurt and he had to just 
react and just do it. You didn't really have a lot of time to think about it. Okay, well, now you got time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Now you are coming into an offseason where you're evaluated a little bit differently because yeah, they're absolutely. trying to see can you live up to this expectation absolutely. now. Absolutely. How does he respond to that? That's the part for me, man, that I'm interested to pick his brain on and just hear, you know, from him in a sense as well, man. So it's going to be fun across the board, man. Definitely, definitely looking forward to talking to those guys, man. So with that being the case, let's take us a break now because you never know. They could come right over uh, like how we had. Like they're yesterday. breaking up here soon. Yep. So we're going to take a break because practice is breaking up. And when we come back, you'll be hearing from Arthur Motz and Wesley Euler on Steelers Blitz, which is on SNR. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. 